everyone, and welcome back to Christianity Unfiltered, where we're speaking the truth of God's Word in love. Today, we're going to be talking to you about the Holy Spirit. Now, we've heard that there is this Holy Spirit, but some people might not know much about who He is, what He does. Is He a person? Is He a spirit? Is He an it? Or is He a He? Um, a lot of people get confused about Him, so we want to take this week and even next week and really dive into the person of the Holy Spirit. So as I say the person, um, when we think about the Trinity, we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a very important person of the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And even Jesus talks about how important the Holy Spirit is. And he talks to us about why it was so important for him to leave so that he could send the Holy Spirit yes. in his place. Yes. So um, when we really want to find out more about who the Holy Spirit is, Jesus talks to us a lot about him and John. Yep. If you oh, read John yeah. chapter 14, John chapter 15, John <laughs> chapter 16, yeah. like yep. he tells us in different parts of those um, chapters, like specifically who the Holy Spirit is, yep. like what his job is. And in John chapter 14, verses 15, 16, and 17, he talks about how he's our advocate, the one that fights for us. Yep. He leads us into all truth. In fact, it even talks about he, how he is the spirit yes. of truth. So that's just a little bit to get us started here. Yep. And uh, it says <clears throat> the spirit of true truth. Uh, so hold on. in 16, the way the Amplified Classic says it. So it breaks down the English. It amplifies the English on all the things that the Holy Spirit is. So this is John 14, verse 15. Chapter 14, verse 15. If you really love me, you will obey and keep my commands and I will give you another or I will ask the father and he will give you another comforter mm -hmm. counselor helper intercessor advocate strengthener and standby mm -hmm. that he may remain with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive welcome or take to its heart because it does not see him or know and recognize him but you know and recognize him for he lives with you and will be in you so that's what the Holy Spirit does. And it yeah. says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And then uh, verse 20, Jesus is telling them, at that time, when that day comes, you will know for yourselves that I am in my Father. You are in me, and I'm in you. Mm -hmm. The day the Holy Spirit comes. So this is something that we know. And then he says, the person who has my commands and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me will be loved by my Father. I too will love him and I will show, reveal, and manifest myself to him. So Jesus is telling us that he's going to manifest himself to us through the Holy Spirit. Right. Right there. Manifestation. That means like, for a fact, Jack, right before that, he just told them, on that day you'll know for sure. Mm -hmm. And then he said, for a fact, he will reveal and manifest himself to those that really love and obey the commandments. And then Acts 5.32 says he, that there are witnesses to it, that whoever obeys, God gives the Holy Spirit to that person. So to them mm -hmm. people, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. And you know, and to me, the whole receiving the Holy Spirit is the difference from just being saved and living like a mundane life and knowing like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. And versus, okay, I can live victorious. Like he's everything to us. Like right. he, and it says like, who can know the spirit, who can know the thoughts of God, but the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. And we have received that spirit. Right. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's it. And I'll just read this. It's kind of long, but. This is it, First Corinthians. It is First Corinthians okay. 2.10 okay. through 16. I mean, I could, I could read the whole thing, but I might just hit the main spots but god has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things just the deep things from god and that's that's also where we receive our revelation when oh we yes. read the word yes he reveals all that to mm -hmm. us for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him so i mean that's duh and then even so no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god now we have received 
not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. So that's like, Mm -hmm. that's our inheritance, right? The Holy Spirit reveals that through us all through the word. Right. You know, it says that there's hidden mysteries. Yep, there is. And they're not meant to be kept under, you know, it's not, it's like a, he likens it to a light being kept under a basket. Mm -hmm. You know, no, it's meant to be set on a table and shine. Right. Yep. And that's like us digging out the mysteries and the Word of God. So Paul backs up right there in that scripture exactly what Jesus said when his disciples said, Lord, why do you speak to them in parables? He said, because it's been given to you to know the mysteries of yeah. the kingdom of mm-hmm. heaven, yeah. and it has not been given to them. It has right. not been given to the world, right. just like the Spirit is not given to the world. So when they when the world sees it, they just they're skimming over the words. Mm-hmm. But when you see it, you're like, oh, it, it jumps off it's like the page. a light bulb. Mm-hmm. It is because yeah. it's like I think about um, like I love to watch Robin Bullock, and he is very much a prophetic teacher. Yeah, and even like listening to Perry Stone, another prophetic teacher. And what I admire about them, one is they are spending so much time in the word studying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what they're Beyond both, it. yeah, but they're both spirit filled believers. Mm-hmm. And the revelation that the Holy Spirit brings to them, yes, it is mind blowing. And people are like, well, I don't see that my word saying that. Well, have you spent the time in the word studying yes. and praying in the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost and allowing him to reveal things to you yep. the way that they have? Because they tie it together. I mean, right. they literally tie it together. Yeah. Right. And I mean, there are so many times that you can be reading a verse, just even one verse, and you've read it who knows how many times before. And then just this one time you read it and boom, it jumps oh off the page. Yep. And the Holy Spirit just helps you take it and see it in this completely different light. Yep. Mm, yeah. I love it when he does that. Yeah. And like the end of the verse in 1 Corinthians 2.10, it's 2.16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Mm. So, and I've heard Andrew Womack talk a lot on like, the spirit within us knows all things. Yes. Like our spirit knows all things. And we might say like, well, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I still read through so much of like the prophets and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand yeah. quite yet. But like you said, there's times mm-hmm. where you'll go back, you'll read it and it's like a light bulb. Yeah. And I'll just share like last Sunday morning or it was two Sundays ago, we were on our way to church and I was reading in the book of Mark. I just opened up my Bible on the way and I was just reading and it was like the Holy Spirit just flooded me with faith. I was just so, and I started crying. I was weeping and I was like, whoa, what's, what's going on right now? You know, and I look at Brandon and he's like, man, the Holy Spirit's all over you. Yeah. And he just like illuminated like our, you know, our authority Mm -hmm. and everything that Jesus did. And then like the compassion Christ had on people. And it was, he was just showing me that. And it really, it's the difference from us having that head (laughs) knowledge from from it going from our head to our hearts, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's powerful. there's, There's several times that, you know, in my conversations with people throughout the day, you know, I'll sense the Holy Spirit all over those conversations right. or just even when somebody asks for advice and you just know that the Holy Spirit's the one speaking, yep. you know, through you in that. But I was even talking with the youth on, you know, Sunday about, you know, a little bit about what we talked about last week, but then, you know, the same type of things. And, you know, that scripture last week when we were talking about, you know, if we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. And I was telling the youth, I'm like, so if you're not drawing near to him, he's not drawing near back to you. You know what I mean? So I said, so, you know, when you guys go to pray or you go to read the word, just say, Holy Spirit, speak to me today. And then I said, Mm -hmm. so then while we're in class, I was like, okay, so let's all just close our eyes a minute. And I said, ask the Holy Spirit something. And I said, all of you close your eyes, ask him and then listen and see if he talks to you. And they all looked at me like, wow, they really did. Yeah, I said, but you have to take the time and you have to listen to what the Holy Spirit's saying. He'll talk to you all day long. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I listened to that, you know, John Bevere a lot. And we did a, just did a whole thing on the Holy Spirit with the youth. But he's like, the Holy Spirit is who you talk to every day. Like, oh, yeah. you got to yeah. welcome him in everything that you do. You got to say, Holy Spirit, 
show me this, guide me in this, you know, direct me, me in this, this. teach me in yes. this, reveal this to me. You know, like I know my boys always say that Holy Spirit, like on the way to school, we pray every morning and they're like, Holy Spirit, remind me, bring back remembrance so I can do good on this test. Cause I know I've already read it and listened to it or heard it. So bring back that remembrance. And so he, he will. Yeah. And he'll yes. do all that. So we just have to, you know, I've, I've been telling the youth, I said, but you know, we always have those distractions, our phones and everything else that we have to lay aside so we can listen to know who the Holy Spirit is. And I said, he'll reveal himself in ways that you'll be blown away yep. if you take the time to mm-hmm. get to know him and spend yep. that intimate time with him. Yeah. And he's, he's very much a gentleman. He's not like we talked about last week with the enemy, like how Satan likes to bombard our minds with thoughts and whatnot, like he will wait, like mm-hmm. just wait patiently until we finally acknowledge him. Yep. And he, he is, he's our comforter. He just, he has that sweet, sweet spirit about yeah. him. And I've heard um, different people say that <clears throat> if you think of like the family unit, you have God the Father, and then you have Jesus, the son, and the Holy Spirit takes on that motherly role. And he very much does. Like if you think about just how women in particular, like how in the nurturing. touch. Yes, the nurture, how in touch we are with different things. Like the Holy Spirit's very sensitive about all of those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, when was it last night when I was talking to you guys when I was over at the house, I started laughing. I'm telling you right now, like, I got the joy. <laughs> and I was trying to tell them how I was sitting there trying to, like, mom came over to my house, to our house. Yeah. And where she's like, oh, I want to come watch a movie, dude. And I'm telling you, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, <laughs> like, we can't even find anything yeah. on TV. I can't, I can't, like, put any kind of movie on or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I... I have to watch cartoons or straight preaching. Like I can't watch. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit's sitting there with he's you, and it's like, and, and I mean, yes. literally, you're like scrolling through stuff, and it's like you can't find. And you're like, the Holy Spirit's like, you asked for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You asked for this. You yeah. asked for me, yeah. and I'm here. I showed up. I'm here. I'm in you. I'm. A, and He doesn't go anywhere. Like Jesus said, He doesn't go anywhere. Because, like, dude, I'm telling you right now, like, totally not living in sin, not like being cautious of what your eyes see, what your ears hear and everything. And then if you do see something, you're like, man, you know, yeah. immediately like, wow. Yeah, Lord. And then like when you're speaking it like that, you know, even like I was telling the youth this, and then I do this in my own life, but like, you know, when you say, Lord, have your way in me, right? <laughs> like those words, right? That, that allows for the, the Holy Spirit to bring conviction in your life too, mm-hmm. you know? So we have to like listen to that, right? Cause I think, you know, I do it in my own walk all the time. I'm like, Lord, if there's something in my life that needs to be cut out, drawn out, you know, removed completely, show me that, convict me of it, all those things, right? Because, you know, and, and people don't understand that sometimes. It's like, we have to, you know, we're not here condemning each other. But yeah. the Holy Spirit will reveal these things that if you have a conviction, then that's a good thing he because will. you're able to yeah. listen. You're able to know that the Holy Spirit's keeping you away from the, the evil or yeah. he's keeping you away from the trouble. And we tell this to our own boys all the time. We're like, that voice that's telling you not to do it, that's the Holy Spirit yep. keeping you out of trouble. Yes, It's it saying, is. dude, you know that you're not supposed to do this. Yeah. So the minute you do it, you just... We're disobedient and you yeah. sin. So you have to realize in your own life that, hey, it's okay to have that conviction. Like you want, that's a healthy relationship and I, yeah, to have I'll, that. I'll always remember when you told Christ. that to Eddie and Eddie was like, he was really down and hard on himself. Yeah. And he was super, like, super. you know, I just, I just feel so bad for the things <clears throat> that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, and you told him, you said, well, as long as you're feeling that conviction, that's yeah. good. Right? Yeah. That means you're hearing the Holy Spirit, like your heart's not hardened to him. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that like that was like that meant so much to him. And even too, when the Holy Spirit does convict us, he's not like accusing us. Mm-hmm. That's the devil's yeah. role. He's the yeah. accuser yeah. of the brethren. And he uses people then to accuse each other. 
But the Holy Spirit, he's not. He'll just be like, what are you going to do with it? You need, you need <laughs> yeah. to fix this. Here's the conviction. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. Um, you need to work on this. Yeah. Um, you need to change this. He, he's, yeah. he's gentle about it. And, you know, <clears> some, if you're like me, sometimes it takes you a little longer to to do the things when he tells you, you know, you have sometimes yeah. you're like, sometimes we're a little hey, dense. are we going <laughs> to, yeah. did I tell you this five years ago? And we're, st- we're still doing this? What's going on here? Yeah. But, you know, we just have to, you know, be mindful of that because he is, a, he is going to let us know if we allow him. And, you know, there was, there's been times where I've been, you know, I talked about it with Brandon a while back and then this word yield, like we have to <laughs> yield to that spirit. Yes. Too. Yeah. Amen. People think it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but if you want the fullness of what God has for us, you have to yield at those. You know, you're, there's times where like like you were saying, there's joy, right? There's there's, there's joy, uncontrollable healing. joy. There's, there's peace. There's peace. There's There's, yep, there's yep. all these different things. But you have to yield to what God's doing at that moment in order to enter into that. Yep. yep. So yep. we we have a problem sometimes where we don't want to do that. I don't want to, like my flesh just wants to buckle down and I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, and like, just like that service a couple Sundays ago, I mean, I'm in the middle of the Holy Spirit, just doing all kinds of things to me at at the altar. I was, I was laughing, crying, shouting (laughs) all at once. You know, my flesh could have been like, this is crazy. This is weird. But my spirit's like, I want more of this. Mm -hmm. I want more. Mm -hmm. Lord, use me. Let me be the vessel that you called me to be to get your word out, to get your your power and your gifts and everything that you have for me. And like I've been telling the youth the same thing. I said, you don't think God is going to give us all these tools? And like like we're talking about the Holy Spirit. You don't think he's going to allow the Holy Spirit to help us? Like... Yeah. That's our, that's our, that's in our tool bag. Yeah. That's our number one yeah. tool yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah exactly. that's our inheritance right yeah. there yes. and the empowerment that we get from the Holy Spirit. But right. it is a huge matter yeah. of yielding and it is harder for the youth because they're like looking around and they might be like, yeah. they're always worried about someone looking at them. Look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I've dealt with it myself, you know, like just feeling like she dignified. Right. <laughs> and she when, like, and lately, I, lately, I've seen you answer it in. I know, I know. I've learned to yield. Mm-hmm. I really have. I've I'm learned to yield. Like but that. like when he would, when he would get the joy, I would just be like a, like a, a yeah. bump. On the law. She was like, I didn't know how to act it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, I didn't understand it right. until it came upon me, you know? But oh, it yeah. is a she matter of yielding. She got the joy yielding. and the crying and the, I'm so, like laughing. <laughs> and, Ugly face crying. And, and see, some yes. people, people <laughs> yes. see that like online or people <clears throat> see it like they show these moves. Like, our God is supernatural, dude. You can't see him unless God opens your eyes into the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's even a verse in 2 Corinthians for if we are beside ourselves and mad, as some say, it is for God and it concerns him. And if we're not, if we're in our right mind, it's for your benefit. Right. But when it concerns God, it's not going to look right. It's not going to look in the natural mind. Why are these mm-hmm. people acting like this? Why right. are they behaving this way? Well, you know, why are, why are they falling down like that? Yeah. Well, maybe their mother, maybe their mother never told them. It's because it couldn't stand up anymore. And why are they laughing? Like well, it's that? just like the because day of Pentecost. They're full of yes. joy. You know, That's the why. people, the right. people that were looking on, and they listening. thought that they were all drunk at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they're yeah. not drunk as you suppose. Exactly. Yeah. Why did Peter say that? They're yeah, full of new wine. This is that which yep. was spoken by the prophet Joel. So, yes. so it's something that uh, it's it's outside. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he he used men. He's always used men. He's always came to men. All men have had an encounter with God that God uses in this book and today. And the the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, very, very serious subject. Mm-hmm. And it ha- it's something that has to be addressed. It's something that the church, that if the church doesn't have him, they need reintroduced to him. Amen. You have to be reintroduced to him. Um, mm-hmm. We were just talking about this a little bit ago. In Acts chapter 19, it says, While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul went through the upper inland districts and came down to Ephesus, and there he found some disciples. And he asked them, the first question that he asked them right off the rip, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed on Jesus Christ? And they said, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what baptism then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. 
And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, continually telling the people they should believe in the one who was to come after him. That is in Jesus. So on hearing this, they were baptized again, this time into the name of the Lord Jesus and in water. And as Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in in tongues and they prophesied. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that, that Paul asked them though, and this is the perfect will and plan of Jesus and the Father that every single believer gets endued with power from on high so mm -hmm. they can carry out the mission. And that's why the Holy Spirit's so important. That's why mm -hmm. we're sitting here talking about this. And everybody here at this table has had an encounter, been right. filled with the fire and the right. Holy Spirit of God. I've, I heard somebody talking about, and I don't remember exactly who it was, but they were talking about salvation and baptism in the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they said that it was supposed to be, you get saved and then you get filled immediately afterwards. It was never supposed to be, oh, we just get saved and that's it. Yeah. And then, oh, well, maybe baptism in the Holy Spirit comes later. No, it's supposed to be, okay, you have just asked Jesus into your heart. Your spirit is primed, pumped, and ready. And now let's go all the way in and let's get filled. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> because it, it's, it goes together. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That's our salvation. And then he left so that he could send his spirit because Jesus could only be in one place at one time. Yes. The Holy Spirit is with all of us. Yes. yes. He can be everywhere. And that's why Jesus told his disciples, it is so much more important for me to leave than for me to stay here. Yes. Yep. Because I can only be right here and I can only help these people. Yes. But when my spirit is in you, then you all can go out and you all can help other people and yep. you all can do the works that exactly. I did. Exactly. Yep. He says you'll so, receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you yes. and you'll be my witnesses. So why was it exactly? So, but why was it so important when Philip preached? It says there was great joy in the city, right? Mm -hmm. And all these people believed. And then there was that dude, Simon the sorcerer, that was with him. But what did Philip do? Because the Holy Spirit hadn't fell on anybody yet. He sent for Peter and them to, to the apostles to come mm -hmm. and lay their hands on them so that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Right. If everybody believed in Jesus and that's all they had to do, they were saved, then why is it, it that Philip been... sent for them yeah. so the Holy Ghost would be made like manifest and come upon them? Right. And, and why was that one of the first things that Paul asked people? Yep, have you exactly. Received, have you received yeah. the baptism of the Holy because Spirit? Because it was an important key. Like, oh, all these people believe now. Simon the sorcerer believes. He even knows. So, you know what? Every, everything is taken care of. It's all cool. And then see that dude, Simon the sorcerer even. What did he ask Peter? How much money can I give you to get that <laughs> yeah. same power? Yeah. Yep. And, and so what happened when they laid their hands on these guys? There was something very recognizable about the power and the manifestation yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Like yeah. there was something like, okay, so A, people were speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. B, they were full of joy. C, people were crying. You know, Charles Finney, when he when he preached, um, it said he went to this town, he went and preached there. And as he's preaching, he's sitting there, he said, all these guys are like this. They're all like mad at him, staring at him. He said, next thing you know, as he's preaching, they all fall out of their chairs, bro. He's a, <laughs> he said, people were laying prostrate on the floor. There's people on their knees and everybody's crying. They're wailing out loud. And he said, hey, you ain't in hell yet. And then started telling them, hey, ask the father, make it right with him now. Receive <laughs> Jesus now for your soul. So he understood. But at the same time, because he knew the generation he lived in and the people, he started laughing uncontrolled. He had to go over to an oak, like this fireplace that was there. And he put his head in his coat like this and he started laughing uncontrollably at all these people that were like mm -hmm. coming to the Lord. But when the Holy Spirit is present, things happen yeah. yes. in the net, like to your natural body. I mean, when you go through the Bible and you even read about Daniel, right? In Daniel mm -hmm. chapter 10, he says, I, Daniel, was a, I alone saw the vision. There were five men in the room with me when the angel came. Mm -hmm. And see, that angel had the presence of the Lord. I mean, he'd been around the Father all the time, so here he comes. Mm -hmm. And it says that, he goes, I alone saw the vision, and the men that were with me, they began to quake violently. They were shaking, and they ran out of the room because of what was happening. Mm -hmm. And then, but they couldn't <clears throat> see, but Daniel saw it. And then Daniel had to be touched by the angel to be able to get up off of his knees and his face. Like, oh, he's, this thing kept touching him, telling mm -hmm. him, hey, come on. You know, come on, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> the power of God. Paul got knocked off his horse mm -hmm. when he was Saul yeah. of Tarsus. Like, 
the 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 physical body, the human the the human body. Finney said that when God, when the when he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he was sitting there. He didn't even know there was such a thing. He went to sit down in this at, uh, next to the fireplace and just just these just waves of heat and fire and joy and he was crying and it, it was just back and forth and he was explaining that um he he had to ask god he said lord i can't handle this anymore please stop so you have charles finney that said this yeah. if these waves can his his word he said he was screamed it if these waves of glory continue i will die but he didn't care. He said, I didn't care if I went home then. And then uh, D.L. Moody, uh, Moody Bible College, mm -hmm. Moody Radio, like they're still around. But from the fire that that dude had, these two ladies said that they wished that he preached with power. So he started asking for the power and seeing this stuff about the Holy Spirit, started asking every day. Finally, he's walking up Wall Street in New York City. He's walking up Wall Street. And bow, he just gets nailed by the Holy Spirit. He had to run to a friend's house, knock on the door and say, hey, mm -hmm. please, man, let me let me use the bedroom. I need, I need a room. And the, the, he goes in there and he said that the joy of the Lord hit him so hard and these waves of joy. He said he had to ask God, please stop. It's too much. Yeah. And so same, same with him. Uh, but all these different people, like they explain this encounter that they have mm -hmm. of the it Holy Spirit. Very, it is a very supernatural encounter. It's, yeah. it's supernatural. I mean, I remember the first time that's ever happened to me. I was maybe 15 or 16. And we were at a Kenneth Hagin meeting. And my dad, me and my dad were just sitting there and I'm like, man, is this real? I'm like, I don't like, I've never seen anything like this. You know, I was just, 15, 16. I mean, I was raised in church all my life. I knew about the Holy Ghost, all that. <laughs> but I'm like, like these people are up there dancing, laughing, crying. And my dad's like, why don't you go and check? Go, go find out. <laughs> go find out. <laughs> so, I mean, so I go up there and like, I just remember Kenneth Hagin laid hands on me, prophesied, and I hit the ground. And just joy, like you were saying, that joy hit me. And I mean, this was, I don't know, towards the end of the service. But I just... I'll never forget it because it was my first major encounter with the Holy Spirit like that. Of Like I was in laughter and joy for an hour after the service was over. Like I could not get off the floor. And I mean, like I'm like, like you said, high school people are like worried about like, yeah. I just let it all go. I was like, yeah. Lord, I want more of this. Yeah. I want more yeah. of that. Like this Good is like. Stuff. Like my aunt, I remember my aunt's like, I'll take you home. She's like, you're, you know, she's like, you did like, stand and like, help me walk. I mean, it's like, literally I was drunk yeah. and drunk holy, and holy yeah. ghost. It's a real it's thing. Way to get drunk, and I told my dad, it's like, it was real. It was real, yeah. dad. It wasn't just me thinking that. I mean, yeah. That's real stuff right there. Yep. And like you said, though, it's yeah. like you grew up in church. You yeah. knew about the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost. You heard about the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. but you hadn't received them yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know what, because I, I didn't grow up in church. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, Never. all yeah. I knew is that I know that the that Jesus says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Mm -hmm. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened yeah. to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. Right. And to him who knocks, it will be open. And then Hallelujah. he goes on and he says, Hallelujah. you know, would a father not give his son a, 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 any good gift? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, if we're evil and we know how to give our kids mm -hmm. good gifts, how much more does the Father in heaven? So Holy it's Spirit. a matter of asking for it. And yes. then like everything that you just shared, a lot of those men... No one laid hands on them to right. receive the Holy Spirit. No, I didn't. So it doesn't, there's like no perfect formula. Mm -hmm. So like you can ask God for the Holy Spirit once yeah. you're saved. Yep. My you mom know? did. She was sitting at home and she was just in her prayer time. And she was like, God, if you want me to have this, like give it to me. And I think she had prayed that. And I think I want to say it was maybe a couple months, but the one day she was just sitting there reading and the Holy Spirit came upon her and she just started speaking in tongues. And it yeah. was because she was seeking after it. Yeah. She was asking for it. Yes. Yep. And she received it. And yeah. I do. I know of other people that have just gotten it. I don't remember who it was. One, one of my relatives or friend or somebody I knew that got it while they were sitting on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> He's hey. no respected person. I'll get it to you however I can, I yeah, guess. Really. Yep. But I mean, even just like us, when we've prayed for people, like adults, kids, teens, whoever, to get filled with the Holy Spirit, right. like as we're ministering to them, 
you see that moment when the Holy Spirit truly comes upon them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's even... Sometimes you can even feel it in them. Usually when I'm praying for somebody, like, I can feel that moment because I either, one, start laughing with them or I start crying with them. Yes. And it's it's not until... When his presence really falls. Our flesh can't handle the presence. And that's why Spaniac did the way he did. Lines up right in. And I know just even sitting here many times when we're talking, the anointing is so heavy that, like... My body's just shaking, and yeah. I'm trying so hard to keep myself together. Yeah, it's like, I, know. I hope everybody can't see my hands shaking. Yeah. But it's that anointing. And even like, um, I know the Quaker religion, they were called the Quakers because they would yeah. sit and wait for they, the Holy Spirit to come. Yeah. And once he did, they would start quaking under yeah. the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's, and all those names there's the Quakers, there's other, the, man, there's other names. The, the, man, there's a few other ones. I just don't really remember them right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if we're going to go, if we're going to misdirect it a little bit, there's the one thing that always blows my mind was this one time at our house. And I don't even remember how old Brody was. Was he like oh, seven? seven? Mm-hmm. So we were just, I think it was my brother's birthday and like we were there and then my sister and all that. And we were just praying for my brother for his birthday, you know, that day. And, you know, we we got to the end where we were done praying. We were done. Yeah, we were done. And Brody just looked at me like, Dad, we're not done yet. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, like that's cute. he said, I'm not done yet. Yeah, he said, I'm not done yet. He's like, I was was like, and that's cute. You know, well, go ahead, Brody, if you want to pray. And he looks at me and he's like... (laughs) I mean, like he laid hands on me and like I hit the ground <laughs> under the power. Drunk. Yeah, and I'm laughing on the, like I was laughing wow. on the floor for he like, couldn't I couldn't get up. get up. Yeah. And Brody's sitting there in our living room for an hour, an hour straight of prophesying over oh, every, yeah. like he was telling me stuff that only God has told me. He's like, dad, wow. you're supposed to be in full-time ministry. What are you doing? Dad, why aren't you in ministry? Why are you doing this? God told you to do, like he's saying stuff like, I'm like, you know, yeah. like, well, and you he know? comes over to me and he's laying yeah. hands on me and I'm just laying on the couch. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but we taught him at a young age that to be a vessel for God. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're the vessel, God is going to move through. You. But but to me, that was so powerful because I'm like, well, Lord, if you had to use my son to speak to me, I mean, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but like, so you no, have so, but it was the coolest experience because you're like, Man, this is this can happen in your living room. Mm-hmm. This can happen. Yeah. At you know, a lot of people see it at church, but like this yeah. happened several times at our house. You know, yeah. we, you know, we always have people over and pray and you know just listen to the Holy Spirit. It's like a, he just comes in suddenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, he knows he's welcome. Yeah. yeah. He's we welcome definitely there. welcome. Yep. yep. So there's times that okay. So there's times that nobody does touch you, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and then there's times where yeah, you lay your hands on people and they receive that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And uh, it's like through impartation. Mm-hmm. And um, so Peter in Acts 15, or Acts, uh, Acts 10, mm-hmm. when he goes to Cornelius's house. Oh, yeah. So Cornelius is a Gentile. Mm-hmm. They say that Peter had the Holy Spirit for 15 years by this point in time. Okay. And Peter still didn't know that the Gentiles, heathen nations, could receive the Holy Spirit. But, the, you know, he had that dream, and then he went there, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, listen, I'm not even supposed to be in this house with you. <laughs> Don't tell he anybody. Said, but, I, but I, you know, the Holy Spirit showed me this dream, and then he told me that God's no respecter of person. So here I am. So I guess that whoever you are, no matter who you are, if you uphold God and, you know, and who God is, and you worship him, and then he'll he's no respecter of persons, you know, he'll mm-hmm. come. And as Peter's preaching to them, he's the one that said uh, that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, it says that while Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and his whole household. So, and it makes you wonder, this guy Cornelius believed in Yahweh, the God mm-hmm. of Israel. And this guy's telling his whole family, but I don't just believe it was his whole family. I think it was the soldiers that were under him too. Yeah. And it said like well, it sure says it that was. this guy's whole house. Whole company. And yeah. see, yeah. it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And see, when the angel told uh Cornelius to send for Peter, he said, He will tell you words by which it 
you and your whole household will be saved. Mm -hmm. And literally yeah. told him that. So when he sent for Peter, it said that Holy Ghost fell on all of them. <laughs> and then Peter has to go yeah. back to Jerusalem, and it says the Jews there are mad at him. And okay, he, and, he but like but see, Gentile. he brought a bunch of Jews with him. He brought a bunch of Israelites mm -hmm. with him, Israelites, and they're there standing in Cornelius's house, and he sees the Holy Spirit fall on all these. Gentiles and Peter looks at them and he says, does any of you forbid the water for them to be baptized with? You know what I mean? Like God just did the fire part mm -hmm. without, you know what I mean? So you guys forbid the water? Cause I don't, <laughs> if God just cleaned them yeah. up with the fire, I don't yeah. know, you know, okay. so the fire cleans you up. Hallelujah. Yeah. It cleans you up. Yeah. And even as part of the Holy Spirit too, what I have down here in my notes is, one part that he does bring is new life. So if you go to like John 3, 3, it talks about being born again. Mm. So, Hallelujah. right, it says, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Yes. So, you know, through the Holy Spirit, you know, it brings us new life to be born again. And you must be born again to enter heaven or yeah. there's only one way through heaven and that's through jesus christ so if we're yeah. is is that right after the dude says to him no one could do these things unless god was yeah. with him yeah with nicodemus yep. now yeah. notice he said now everybody watch it now notice he said no one can do these things unless mm -hmm. god was with him mm -hmm. and jesus says no one can see the kingdom of heaven unless, unless He's born, born again. again. So right. see, when you're born again, and that, then you have the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus says these. Notice the dude said these things. So when mm -hmm. you're born again and you have the Spirit, you'll do what Jesus did. Those things will take place in your life. Those things are the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. in operation and in manifestation mm -hmm. here on the earth. The signs, mm -hmm. the wonders, the miracles. Right. Amen. Verse five. But right. there, I will say this: when it comes to the Holy Spirit. And being saved, like when we get saved, the Holy Spirit does come live in us. Yeah. Yes. Because He is God's Spirit. He is in us. He's marking us for the day of salvation. Yeah. That's our seal. That's our guarantee. It talks about this in Ephesians 1, um, verse 4. It says that the Holy Spirit's our guarantee. So, like, that's the first part. But then the second part is the true infilling, the baptism that we've been talking about here yes. tonight. It's when the Holy Spirit comes up on us and overtakes us. Yes. And I know you were talking about the glass of water. My mom even gave this illustration to me too. We're like, you have your glass and you fill it all the way to the top with water. Yes. That's the Holy Spirit when you get saved. Yes. And then you take that cup and you stick it down into another container full of water and that's your full immersion yep. of the spirit and now you have the power and everything to go with it you have what jesus had when yep. he walked yeah. on this earth exactly yeah and you have what the prophet joel mm. prophesied that exactly. in the last days i will pour out my spirit upon, upon all, all people flesh. yeah your sons and daughters will prophesy and it goes on and on about mm -hmm. the signs and wonders that's available yeah. to us and right. yeah and we're still in like you know i know he said in the last days at that point in time so we're in the final minutes mm -hmm. of the <laughs> we're in the final minutes, the final but we're hours not done yet. of the last days. Amen. This isn't coming back Amen. just yet. Amen. But He's getting ready, but we we can't give up. We have to keep going. We can't get that whole mentality of, oh, the rapture's coming. We get to fly out of oh, here. Jesus, come quickly. We no. have to keep working and occupying until he yes. comes. That's what your job yes. is, no matter what. And how do we do that? By the power of the yes. Holy Spirit. Yep. Because we're going through stuff in our world right now where it's just screaming and crying and aching. There's evil everywhere we look. And if we're not full of the Holy Spirit, and if we're not letting Him lead and guide our mm -hmm. lives, we're going to get into the hot mess with the rest yep. of the world. Yep. yep. And, and we're yeah. supposed to live as lights to, yeah. to the world. Yep. I mean, He's our comforter, our counselor, right? In all these times of need. And, you know, that's what I, I even say this. I know I go back to the youth a lot because that's what I teach. And, yeah. But as I'm studying this and teaching them, the Lord gives me, you know, revelation too on this. But think about that, like right now, if you would get so caught up in our worldly things of going on and everything that's going on around us, 
you'd be a mess. There ain't no good news in there's none. So when he says he's our comforter, he, I have a comfort in the Holy Spirit, knowing that He's taking care of me, because that's yes. what His Word says, right? Yep. You know, He's never going to leave me nor forsake me, right? He supplies all of my needs according to yes. His riches and glory. It could be dead over there, but guess what? I'm still getting work. You know, the Lord's still blessing yeah. me. The, I have, you know, a couple businesses and he still provides in that area. Right. So he, you know, we have to rely on him to comfort us. We have to rely on him to counsel us. Mm -hmm. You know, he can say, hey, maybe not put your money over here. Why don't you put it over here right now? I'm counseling you to do this. Yep. Are you going to be obedient to do this? Yes. See, we might have this idea right here and we just can't get past that idea. And the Holy Spirit's like, no. If you just move it right here, I can yeah. increase that. Yeah. Yep. So we or have I to be able to it. listen to what the Lord is telling us yeah. in this day and in this time. Because if we don't, we could become a, it could become a disaster for us. So yeah. We could yes. be right in there with the worldly things, right? Because yeah, you get out of the will and plan yeah. of God when you do it your way and don't take His instructions and leading. Yeah. Amen. You exactly. can like you can make mistakes that will cost your life. Yeah. You yes. can make mistakes. I mean, literally, we even even have an Holy Spirit because you ignore him. Mm -hmm. Because you ignore him. You could make, you know what I mean? You could you make mistakes that could take years to recover from, minutes to recover from, yeah. or your life. And I remember. Every time you don't listen to him. Like right. even in a business decision, I'll, I'll never forget this. I remember the, the Holy Spirit really gave me the idea. And like, I'm trying not to say it too much because it was family stuff. But like, I had a family member that had a house. And it was already paid off, but he owed taxes on it still. Mm -hmm. And they were going to like foreclose this house. And I told my brother, I'm like, he, he wasn't married at the time yet. And he's, I was like, hey, let's buy this duplex. And he's like, seriously? I said, yeah, let's see if we can. Let, I was like, let's call up our uncle and see what we can do. And the Holy Spirit gave me this idea because yeah. I told Karen, I was like, I drive by that house all the time. And I'm like, why does no one buy that? And the Holy Spirit's like, well, why don't you buy it? I'm like, ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, at the time, we didn't have tons of money to do it. But yeah. the way we did it, the Lord made a way. We got it. And that was really how we started a couple businesses off of that house. Yeah. Well, it says the profit that he will give you yeah. the power wow. to create yeah. wealth. Yes. Yeah. And that's and through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, and now another thing. So when the Holy Spirit comes to live within you, so when you go back to the old the old covenant and you see when the tabernacle was being built, mm -hmm. it literally says that that God put his spirit in certain men in them. Yeah. So they were filled with the spirit and God gave them the wisdom and the knowledge to build the tabernacle and to build things inside of it to the exact T measurements yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So that's that exact thing that the Holy Spirit does. He gives you yeah. ideas and wisdom and everything. Mm -hmm. Like there's more than one scripture in Exodus, Deuteronomy, all these different things. When God's tabernacle was being built, these men, he's like, I'm putting my spirit within so-and-so and they're going to do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. And then even Joshua, um, when Moses was gone, that it, but through impartation of Mo Moses laid his hands on Joshua. So Joshua would have what Moses had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he imparted. And so God's still operating the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still doing these same yeah. things. And there's Christians out here that don't know. See, they, they receive salvation and they get filled with the spirit, but they don't know about that other part. The, the Holy Spirit and the and I wanted to read you guys something. Um, I was telling you about this earlier. So, um, General William Booth, he's the guy that started the Salvation Army and founded the Salvation mm -hmm. Army. Now, um, I read a quote from him a few weeks ago when I was uh, opening the service, but this is something that he said, and I mean it's kind of, it's a little bit of a mouthful. But this dude right here. Um, started the Salvation Army. It's still around today, you know, and they don't really so much preach on what he preached, but he said, Beloved friends, though I have, have not been privileged to see you in the flesh, yet I have heard with great thankfulness from time to time your work of faith and labor of love. I rejoice greatly in the abundant blessings granted to your labors and bless God for every brand plucked from the everlasting through your instrumentality, I earnestly pray that you might be made a hundredfold more useful in the future than you have been in the past. <laughs> so he's saying a hundredfold. Now he's getting to the point, though. He's getting to something. Success in soul winning, like all other work, both human and divine, depends on certain conditions. If you want to succeed, you must be careful to comply with these conditions. I desire to give you 
you a few brief practical hints. Mm -hmm. The first and foremost, first and foremost, I commend one qualification which seems to involve all the others. That is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I would have you settle it in your souls forever, forever. Settle this in your soul forever. Mm -hmm. That this baptism of the Holy Ghost is this one great immutable principle and economy of grace. That spiritual work can only be done by those who possess spiritual power. Mm -hmm. No matter what else you may lack or what may be against you, with the Holy Ghost, you will succeed. But without the Holy Spirit, no matter what else you may possess, you will utterly fail. Amen to that. Yes. Um, many make mistakes here, aroused by the inward urgings of the Holy Spirit. So see, at salvation, they get the urging of the Holy Spirit. They endeavor to comply with the call, which comes from the word and the necessities of their fellow men. But being destitute of this power, they fail. And instead of going to the strong for strength, they give up in despair. Again aroused, again they resolve and venture forth. But having no more power than before, they as impotent as ever, and they fail. Fail they must until baptized with power from on high. This, I am convinced, is the one great need of the church. We want, he said, we want no new truths no new agencies, no new means, no appliances. We only want wow. more of the fire of the Holy wow. Ghost. Yeah. Oh, what zeal, what self-denial, what meekness, mm -hmm. what boldness, what holiness, what love would there not be? And with all this, what power for your great work. The whole mm -hmm. city would feel it. God's yeah. people in every direction would catch the fire mm -hmm. and sinners would fall on every side. Difficulties would vanish. Devils be conquered. Infidels believe and the glory of God be displayed. Mm. You do desire to see signs and wonders wrought in the name of Jesus, to see a great awakening among the careless crowds around you. This baptism mm. then is your first great need. If you think with me, mm. will not, <laughs> he said, will you not wait for it? Offer yourselves to God for the fullness. Lay aside yeah. every weight, hold on. Though your feelings are barren, your way dark and your difficulties be multiplied, Steadily hang on the word of God. Expect the baptism every hour. Wait if he tarries. This kind goes not forth but by prayer and fasting. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. I have more to say to you but must wait for another opportunity. Yours in the fellowship of the gospel, William Booth. Wow. So this is the dude that started for Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like he knew about the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And the fire of the Holy Ghost. And that's why his organization is still stuck around to this right. day. Because that fire that he had then. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, even if it's a little fire, guess what? I mean, it mm -hmm. lasted all the way to now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what's sad is that so many denominations have taken the Holy Spirit and what Mark Hankins used to say, tied him up and threw him in the basement. Yep. Yeah. And we wonder <laughs> why our body as a whole is weak and anemic and powerless. Yes. Because we're not teaching the power of the Holy Spirit exactly. and the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yep. Why? Because he cannot be controlled. And we want to control every little bit. And if we open things up to the Holy Spirit, it looks weird. It looks funky. Yeah. It gets out of control. Who knows? He might go for hours. Oh, no, yeah. we can't do that. <laughs> we have to go by, you know, our schedule. Yep. And it's like, good night. If the church would just throw <laughs> that stuff night. aside yeah. and let the Holy Spirit do his work, yeah. we would see lives change. Amen. Yep. A hundred times yep. out of a hundred. Yes. That's all we'll, that's what we'll what see we all the time. Need. And you get people that are in the church that like, I mean, they freak out well, when the Holy Spirit about, starts moving. They run out of the. I mean, they're like boom. Exactly. They're, they're worried about numbers. Appearances. Yes. They're worried about all these different things when it's like really God's the one that gives the increase. Yes. Like I'm telling you, what your numbers are low because you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to right. come in yep. and move. And you're do worried his about things. numbers, and because yeah. people are hungry. Yes. They want power. So what do they do when they're going to the world? The devil offers his counterfeit of his supernatural, of ghouls and ghosts and horror and all this demonic mm -hmm. stuff. 
Yeah, there's power in it, but that power is inferior to the power, the power of the, of the Holy Spirit. The power of the death. Yeah, but you, you chose a lesser power, ladies and gentlemen. If you're yeah. serving the devil or witchcraft or yeah. any of that, you chose a lesser power. And the best way lose. that I can think of, like what she was just saying, like we did this uh, thing years ago. We wrote this one curriculum about building because that's what I do, build, like remodeling and stuff. So think about your electrical part of your house, right? You have all your little boxes and your switches and you got your wires ran from that and everything else, right? So you could have all that ran, but what's what's it doing? If it ain't hooked to the power or if it ain't hooked to the source, yep. which is your, you know, electrical box, you know, and your panel and all that, and which the outside the, power yeah, and the outside power. So if it's not hooked to the source, it's doing nothing. There's, there's no be a dark there's no current tonight. going through it, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. There's yeah. there's a bunch of wires. Yep. But if so in our own life, if we're not hooked to the source, then what are we doing exactly. as believers? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like powerless. We're powerless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you, yeah. I don't want to live defeated mm -hmm. and powerless. I want to live like we were saying. I want the fullness of what God has for yeah. every aspect of my life. Exactly. I want my kids to know the fullness of every yeah. aspect of their yeah. life. Mm -hmm. And that's why I teach my kids. No, you have to go to the source. You have to go to where your power comes from. Mm -hmm. Amen. In order to operate in the things that God has called you to operate in. Amen. Amen. And that's it, too. That's mm -hmm. it. That's everything. And okay, so like, so there's people that have said stuff. Uh, the the one guy that sent me the messages online told me that I'm a uh, I'm human trash to just <laughs> yeah. die. Yeah. And then the other guy said, uh, "Evangelist, my ass, you're part of that phony <laughs> doctrine of uh, Pentecostalism." And it's like, dude, listen, I now and and like so. There's fruit from every encounter. If yeah. if you have an encounter with God, mm -hmm. there's gonna be fruit from it. Jesus said, "By their fruit you shall know them." Mm -hmm. So if I come and see somebody, and this person is telling me that they've had visitation from angels and everything else, but I go over to their house and they're sitting there and they're drinking a forty, smoking a blunt, doing a line. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'm not they're lying. Believe that story. They're hundred percent lying <laughs> exactly. because there's fruit from an encounter with God. And believe me, our yes. God is a holy God. And believe me, an encounter with Him is going to cause you to want to live holy and be holy. Yeah. So when you take us, for instance, we were drug addicts for eleven years. I mean, eleven years, and um, we were sober from September first, twenty nineteen, all the way. Now I was still drinking alcohol though, so I would drink and you know chew tobacco and I was still smoking cigarettes. So, and I would literally take that can of chew and put it in my lip and light a cigarette. Now I was in bondage and I knew I was in bondage and I was still drinking and, I, and I'm like, God, I know that you had a calling on my life. And you know, I, people have told me that my whole life, but I've always felt this hunger for your word and for you and I love you. But all of a sudden on March 14, 2021, after I had asked for, I, I stayed up one night praying for like three or four hours and I just turned my face to the wall and said, God, if I don't have you, man, if I don't just have you, if you don't come, then I don't, you know, I'm going back to where I was. I know it. And on March 14, 2021, the fire of God fell on me. And that same thing we've been talking about, the laughing, mm -hmm. the joy, the like, I'm telling mm -hmm. just this waves of heat, just this strong smell of cinnamon fragrance, like mm -hmm. the anointing oil from mm -hmm. Exodus 30. If you look it up, you'll see what's in it. But anyway, what happened then? And then what happened to her a week later? What happened? There's a fruit from that encounter. There's yes, a fruit. Oh, yes, by their fruit, always. you shall know them. Mm -hmm. And see, like revivals and everything that happen and break out, pay attention to what happens to the people afterwards. Mm -hmm. You'll know where it's from because of the fruit that's there. Yes. You'll know if it was from God or the devil. See, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the result of a, of a falsified or counterfeit right. revival. But for what happened to me, that was a personal revival mm -hmm. within. Yes. Like people looked at me, people looked around like, what, what up with that dude? You know what I mean? What's happening? Mm -hmm. And it kept and happening to me. you were the only me. one in Continually. the church that got and, filled that know, day. And I got filled that day, but I was hungry, like, where I came from. Like, dude, you don't understand. So even people like, that's not real, honey. You know? Okay, so how do I, you know, like me showing up and going to Africa and everything else. Like, God did all that. Mm -hmm. God did all that work 
He did it to her. She was still wanting to get high and everything. It, God did all that work through the power and might of his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's not by might, not by power, it's by my spirit, says God. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying is like there's always going to be fruit. And you can see the fruit in our lives, regardless right. what any individual out there says. So, yeah, I just ma- imagined that the Holy Spirit fell on me when I just imagined it. Or I was higher than a kite. I, I, you know, I was still on drugs from two years ago well, that I haven't sick. touched them. And, and it just magically uh, got up one day. Like, and there's people out here like, oh, that's not real. People that say no, they're Christians, that, that's that, not real. There's usually a major and, and transformation yeah. when the exactly. Holy Spirit comes yes. upon you. Like, look at Peter. Mm-hmm. He had just got done denying Jesus three times, mm-hmm. denying Jesus yeah. to girls at a campfire, right. you know? <laughs> and then after <laughs> the Holy Spirit girl cussing at him. comes I don't upon know. him, then he, I mean, what, 3,000 people added to the church that day? Right. And he's the one that stood up and yeah. preached it. And yeah. then you look at... Saul to Paul, his conversion. Yeah. It was he was the one yeah. helping kill the Christians. He's yeah. standing there holding the coats of the people that are stoning Stephen, giving him the approval. Hey, yep, way he to was, go. Yep. He was one causing lots of problems. And then what's he do? He writes two thirds of the New Testament. Yeah. Yep. Under the power of the yes. Holy Spirit. And yeah. see, when he was so when he was a head Jew that knew the commandments of not murdering people. You know, mm-hmm. he had Stephen murdered, was on his way to kill somebody else. But Paul never murdered one more person after the encounter with Jesus. Wow. See, with He's religion, yeah. you know what Paul had? I'm, I'm a Sanhedrin. I'm a Sanhedrin Jew. I'm the, you know what I mean? He was under Gamaliel. And, you know, but anyway, so for him to turn around and never kill another person. Well, we become, it talks about becoming a new creature yep. in yes. Christ. And that's done through the, the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. No. That's not just mm-hmm. done. I mean, you don't just change. No. You know, the Holy Spirit <laughs> through the does conviction. that work. That's through all the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, it's, supernatural. it's the work of the Holy Spirit that Jesus tells you. And then, and then when Paul goes, so he knew the scriptures from the old covenant more than everybody, and he's seen Jesus all through him. Finally, he yeah. could see that he could see Jesus. And then when Paul has to stand trial in front of King Agrippa, dude, it was so awesome. Paul tells him, "Oh, hey man, you know the matters of the Jews, and you know all about them. But let me tell you something, man. The Messiah that they were waiting for, he's real. His name is Yeshua." And they murdered him, and, and, and I was on my way to Damascus to kill Christians because mm-hmm. I was killing Christians. Mm-hmm. And then he knocked me off my horse, bro, and I saw this blind and light. And he oh, tells, wow. and Agrippa said, <laughs> Paul, thou almost persuadest me to become a Christian. Yeah. He said, oh, he said, Agrippa, I don't just want you to become a Christian. I want all who hear this message right. to know that Jesus is who he said he was. It's Yeshua. Like, mm-hmm. this is the one, man, that they, like, Paul's like, so passionate about. Like, yeah. dude, you got to get this, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And Agrippa's like, yes. thou almost persuadest me to become a Christian, that was Paul. That a good speech, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, man. You know what I mean? Like, dude. I tried. You know, like, was this close? Was this close? You know? All right. Hallelujah. So, I mean, talking about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, I mean, we haven't even touched the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah, no. we ain't even touched into the gifts uh, of the Spirit. So, yeah, we'll dive into that next week. Yes. Yeah, and um, how, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Say what you're saying. I was just going to start turn. closing her turn out. To talk but, right yeah, now. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm always that. interrupting everybody. And, yeah, and I'm, that's I'm right. total accident. Yeah. yeah. But um, one more thing. The Holy Spirit will help you with that. Right? <laughs> if you ask him. If you ask yeah, him, he'll tell you when to stop. You start that phrase. What is this? The one guy said today we were listening to him. He goes, you know, he goes, uh, once you get the Holy Spirit, that guy that punches his wife in the face all the time, He's not, as soon as he raises his hand next time, the Holy Spirit's going to say, we don't do that. But one of the things, so when you were first talking now, we were talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So um, there's people that say the word Trinity is not mentioned in the Bible. No, it's not. It's not mentioned in the Bible. But I do want to say that it, when you read Matthew and you read Mark, I think Luke might give an account of the baptism of Jesus also. But just so you know, um, Jesus gets baptized by John the Baptist. It says, and when he came up out of the water, Jesus has come up out of the water. Mm -hmm. At once, John saw the heavens torn open and the Holy Spirit like a dove coming down to enter Jesus. So there's Jesus. There's the Holy Spirit. And then there came a voice from within heaven. 
saying, you are beloved, my beloved son, and in you I'm well pleased. So Jesus out of the water, Holy Spirit upon Jesus, voice from heaven. There's all three of them on the same page. Mm -hmm. And then one more thing when it talks about the gifts of the Spirit, which we're going to talk about next week. Um, when you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So it tells us this. Um, it talks about the spiritual gifts. And I want you to understand the one. Uh, hold on, where is it? Uh, now there are distinctive varieties and distributions, distributions of endowments, gifts, extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit. And they may vary, but the same Holy Spirit remains the same. So there's one. And there are distinctive varieties of service and ministries, but it is the same Lord. There's Jesus. And there are distinctive varieties of operation, of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God. There it is. Spirit, Lord Jesus, God the Father. All right there, again, when it talks about gifts of the Spirit. So there they are again. And yes, it's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yep. Three separate beings. The three separate beings, but, but in a perfect in unity together. <laughs> yeah. that they see everything the same way. It's like this perfect, we all, it's this way. Yep. Amen. Okay, so before you can receive the Holy Spirit, um, first salvation must come. And the word says that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you'd like to receive salvation today, I'm just going to lead you in this um, prayer. So if you just want to repeat after me, Father, Father, I thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior and be the Lord of my life. I repent of my sins. I ask you to wash me clean of all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, I will live my life for you in Jesus' name. And it's Thank that you. simple to receive salvation. And if you've done that, please um, comment be below on YouTube. And I think even on Spotify, there's a place to comment. And um, so next week, the gifts right. of the Spirit, right? Yep. Yes. So we're going to talk about the different gifts of the Spirit. We'll talk about the fruits of the Spirit as well. Yes. Good night. We need the fruits <laughs> of the Spirit. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we thank you so much for coming to join us again this week, and we look forward to you being with you next week. Yep. Yahweh forever. <laughs>